The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, an anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Got Games in Dell City, Green Bambino, Paseo Plunge, and My Chic Geek in Oklahoma City, and Waving Wheat Bakery and Bistro in Norman, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 278 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. This weekend, our friends at New World Comics are hosting an awesome superhero school and here to talk about it is owner Buck Berlin. Buck, welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks for having me again. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know, what is Superhero School? So Superhero School is something that we do at this uh, store where uh, we have live heroes come in and talk to everyone about who they are, what they do, and there's usually kind of a skit or performance or something mm-hmm. kind of also going on to tie everything in. Uh, so it's really the interactive experience with the things that you read on the page. So uh, if you're not as familiar with the characters, but you know the concept, mm-hmm. come in and before you pick up the book, get more familiarized with the the subject matter. Uh, get to know your characters. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, now, first off, your, your store is over on 63rd Meridian. Yes. Yeah. I'm 6219 North Meridian Avenue. And... The, you know, to under, for people to understand that these are not necessarily the characters they see on the big screen or the small screen. No, and they're not necessarily just the costumes you uh, find in the, in the store either. Right. Yeah, so um, I lovingly and painstakingly uh, will find the uh, proper characters and which iterations of the characters are most family-friendly and most comic-accurate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will uh, dress my friends up in... Uh, you know, the crazy character costumes, tell them, you know, kind of how to act, like what each character's personality kind of is. And uh, we'll give them a loose script and let them go. And then the rest of it is mostly improv on their part. Yeah. Do they spend, how much time do they spend like reading some comics to get an idea of these characters? So it really depends on on their part. And sometimes these characters don't have too many, uh, you know, actual character building moments Mm -hmm. it's just that they've been around for forever right so uh that's where some of the fun can come in for uh uh, loose interpretation (laughs) (laughs) you know because some of the old batman villains only had three or four appearances way back when so uh like on our super villains day uh one of our guy was trying to do as many costume changes as he could to come out as a different character each time between other people oh my gosh Uh, so he was like uh, Crazy Quilt and uh, Kite Man and uh, Rainbow Raider and just all these things. <laughs> and he would like come out as one as Jack Nicholson and then the next one is Sylvester Stallone and then the next one, Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, he would just uh, attach different like movie stars to each villain. Oh, that's so much and fun. And just play them in that kind of that kind of fashion. And that's kind of what we do to try to get people uh, uh, more familiarized with the characters. And then... Uh, the the funny thing is that uh, usually after we kind of establish that, uh, you know, you'll see it in the movies or, you know, cartoons or shows or anything, and they'll kind of go the same route that I did yeah. <laughs> in, you know, that extra little characterization. But usually it's just kind of thinking, okay, well, if this is the guy and this is the, you know, the, the occupation or the powers or where they're from, right. 
why aren't they going to mm-hmm. be this way or do this kind of thing? So, uh, so what's going on? Who have we got this weekend? So this weekend is Green Lanterns, which is uh, one of our more technical... It's a Green Lantern core. Yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we're getting into the more technical side of uh, everything that we do. This is us using just about all of our uh, uh, different uh, uh, techniques when it comes to uh, putting on a show. Uh, it's the most Jim Henson-like you're going to see. <laughs> right, because most people know with Green Lantern, that, you know, Hal or, or John, but we're talking about, they all come in different shapes and sizes when yeah. you're talking about the core. Yeah, it's the, uh, you know, as long as you get that magic ring from the tiny blue aliens, you now have the power of your imagination to do whatever you want. Or at least make everything out of green light. That's right. But it's the, well, aliens are all sorts of different shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and stuff and things. So... Uh, and playing with that, for the really, really uh, small characters, obviously, puppets. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're all different kinds of creatures, so they mean that they're different types of puppets. Uh, you know, one of the uh, uh, most popular small uh, Green Lanterns was the uh, chipmunk one, Chip. <laughs> Although he died when he got run over by a yellow semi-truck and then got replaced by Badge. Uh, the same thing as Chipmunk as well? Just yeah. Different, yes. <laughs> just badge. <laughs> um, but, uh, he, you know, the puppet that I made is operated like Rizzo the Rat from the Muppets. Right. You know, whereas um, uh, there's uh, also another alien uh, uh, Green Lantern, imagine that, uh, one that's uh, robot, uh, robotic in nature, mm-hmm. but he gets blown up all the time. His name is Stell, which, you know, just take off and, you know. Drop a letter from Steel and you get Stell. So, uh, because he's, you know, a massive giant robot, it was like, well, I don't have any way to fit it in the store, but robots blow up all the time. So, here's part of it. So, now he's going to be a marionette and we'll mm-hmm. have people, uh, you know, behind a wall uh, puppeting him, you know, that kind of stuff. And then we'll have people popping up from underneath things. People's costumes will have puppets like inside of them also. So, it's like an extra, you know, characters on their shoulder. Right. Um, and then there's the, you know, human-sized aliens like um, Tomare and Kilowog. Mm-hmm. Uh, large. Yeah, Kilowog's large. huge. Yes. And uh, I have been uh, uh, asked to play Kilowog this weekend, mm-hmm. which is it's one of the rare occasions that I'll actually be in costume. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, one of those where we try to make everything as, uh, you know, Cheap as possible, but as good as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, invite that sense of, oh, I think I can tell what, you know, that costume's kind of sort of made out of. But it's cool enough that you can suspend that belief. So it's inspiring on the visual front and then interactive, you know, on the personal. Right. You know, so it really grabs everyone. And, it you know, we try to make sure that the show itself is entertaining enough for uh, adults with kids in mind. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you just try to make it only for kids, it's boring. Yes. <laughs> but the kids do enjoy it so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really fun to see uh, how the, the crowd will kind of pair up because uh, a lot of the smaller kids will sit on the, the mats that we provide. The uh, teenagers will stand kind of off by the counter with frowning faces, but they're all... <laughs> Staring <laughs> and you know watching, and then all the parents will uh, just be uh, in a row adjacent to the mats, yes, standing and watching. 
Although, uh, again, these are not based off the movie characters. They are based off the comic book characters. Yeah. Has the popularity of the movies and television shows helped people want to come see these characters? Yes. And honestly, sometimes the movies uh, kind of help um, pare down uh, some pretty convoluted backstories. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it helps uh, give a better characterization to other characters. And then sometimes uh, we'll end up with you know one idea of, of how it's portrayed in Again, it's exactly how it got yeah. put up on screen. So it, it's just kind of a – it makes everyone think that we kind of have that inside track <laughs> into what we're doing uh, when it's really just, you know, me and my friends goofing off. Yeah, which it wasn't – it was just about reading what what you read on the page and then kind of make filling in the gaps. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll uh, uh, try to have everyone read as much as they can uh, about the character, and, and I'll coach them on – uh, what to do, you know, if uh, certain questions get asked, and then uh, other tactics that can avoid certain other questions. Like mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, if ever you look into like Donna Troy's past out of uh, the Wonder Woman comics, she has the most horrific backstory mm-hmm. of any comic character. So that's one that you know, like when asked about, we we just kind of yeah, you know, we'll sidestep. What what inspired you to do the Green Lantern Corps? Um, honestly, it, it's one of those that I've always loved the, uh, different aspects of the Green Lantern Corps, but, uh, way back when the, the big problem was I didn't know how to make too many different things right? until I realized, wait a minute, if you make a small enough Green Lantern costume, you can put it on all these other things. Right. And then I learned how to make puppets, you know, like rud- very rudimentary puppets, mm. And then from there, you know, I, I met a few people who made puppets and, and taught me just a few little tricks and then watched some videos online. And from there, it was the, okay, well, now I can really represent the core. And it's one of the more fun aspects of comics just because it's the, uh, here's the concept of everyone has the same power, mm-hmm. but it's the individual itself that makes it interesting. Right. As opposed to like the X-Men where it's, Everybody has a different power, and they're, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's not trying to keep track of who does what. It's the, you know, oh, that guy's, you know, uh, ring constructs are interesting because they seem to be, you know, harder than all the others. This guy's green energy uh, glows a darker shade of green than everyone else's because of the, you know, all these neat little personal things. And not many of them have backstories, per se, like we, we know from a true origin story. So... Are you worried that when you get questions like that, what you come up with? Not necessarily, because um, sometimes the backstory questions we'll get are like, hey, what's your favorite ice cream? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and every now and then it's, uh, you know, you'll get something that's not established in uh, right in the, the comics. So you, you do your best to just kind of, uh, you know, give, give your best answer because, I mean, even in comics, there's contradictions and there's, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. So... Uh, we, we try to be as graceful as we can on that, but, uh, you know, usually, uh, we'll try to pack it with enough, uh, like Z-list characters and mid-range characters. So your like A-list characters are there and you're comfortable with them, but you're really intrigued by that smaller, right. uh, you know, the ones you don't yeah. get to see all the time. Yeah. Like, um, you know, in, inside the, uh, Green Lantern Corps, there's, you know, uh, so many little aliens and big aliens that have just one little thing, and that's their story, and it makes them so much more uh, interesting. 
Like there's a, a little squid-legged, ball-headed tube named <laughs> Charqueep. <laughs> um, and in his like, you know, uh, ping pong ball head face thing, uh, turns out one of them, you know, that those are mind orbs. One of them got damaged, so he's a little bit brain damaged oh, no. in the core. So his uh, uh, constructs will short out from time to time, but he's, you know, still got the heart of a, a warrior, all that stuff. Right. So it's, you know, just kind of one of those, well, now you're just sending up Gomer Pyle <laughs> in the thing, you know, so now me as Kilowog has to yell at this, you know, vase with ping pong balls <laughs> and tentacles, you know, I, I'll be talking to, you know, an appliance, yeah, <laughs> yelling at it, and it'll talk back to me as Gomer Pyle. How many performers do you guys have? So uh, it fluctuates. uh, uh from week to week, or you know, bi-weekly as we uh, put on our performances. Um, so sometimes the cast is as many as 20 and sometimes as small as three. Wow, how many are this weekend? So that's a very good question because I keep kind of churning out some puppets. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, it's looking like we might have eight performers, but like 12 characters. Right. Uh, just because, you know, multiple people can be multiple yeah. puppets. Um, and the uh, the new setup that we kind of have to where we can do some more special effects, it's going to be really, really effective. How long does it take you to put these costumes and the puppets and all that stuff together? So sometimes months and sometimes a matter of hours, <laughs> you know. Um, now, some of the, uh, the uh, people that want to throw labels on things have uh, called me a... a uh, foam smith and master builder which i was like i'm, I'm just okay at legos uh and then i'm i'm also labeled a speed builder yeah that's important <laughs> which i told them i have nothing to do with drugs yeah do do they actually do you guys do like rehearsals so if we can we will um but uh usually it's just kind of a brief run through everyone kind of gets the concept and go yeah and the entire thing is improv, basically. Yeah, it, it's loosely scripted improv. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, you know, some parts are more heavily scripted for, you know, certain characters or certain actors. Like, certain actors love the script and certain actors just, you know, tell me which points I need to hit. Yeah. And I'll hit them and we'll knock everything through. That is awesome. Yeah. How long have you guys been doing this? So uh, this is our 10th year doing it. Golly. Yeah, and uh, this is our big push trying to uh, get back live in person Mm because we've just been doing Facebook Live lately. Um, But we finally kind of have the wherewithal and uh, everything figured out to where we can safely go back to live. So this is your first time to be back live? No, we've been uh, just kind of slow ease playing it back in, you know, just because we weren't sure that we had everything together. We weren't sure that everything was ready. This time, we think we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And what is it you're looking forward to most when uh, when you guys get together on Saturday? There is nothing like the collective gasp whenever you uh, show, you know, the, the audience something new that they haven't seen before, uh, which is really kind of neat because... Uh, since everything's gone CGI and everything's digital, most people haven't seen uh, too many magic shows or, or anything that's like in-life practical effects. Right. So to see something floating on a microfiber uh, is mind-blowing to them because no one really tries that stuff anymore. Yeah. So uh, it, it's learning that, you know, special set of uh, 
Magic tricks, puppetry, skills, costume making, lighting. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so it's just uh, having as much fun as you can uh, from the comics with the comics. Yeah. What uh, what other plans do you guys have for uh, other superhero schools? So coming up, we have uh, Shazam Day, which is mm-hmm. always spectacular because uh, if you all don't know about Mr. Talkie Tawny, he is the life of a party. <laughs> Who is Mr. Talkie Mr. Talkie Tawny is Shazam's tiger. Oh, <laughs> it's just I didn't tiger. even know he had a tiger. He's uh, essentially Mr. Belvedere. He just He's super sweet, takes care of the kids, but he's also a tiger. <laughs> but he dresses fancy. You know, and it's just having as much fun with all that, too, because, you know, Mr. Mind is just a worm with a voice box. And mm-hmm. then Savannah is one of the uh, uh, worst scientists in the world. And, and uh, the alligator men that always show up, uh, you know, I get whichever of the youngest uh, teenagers are hanging out at the shop and they become the uh, the gang and mm-hmm. you know they they get to make up their uh, own alligator man backstories on why they joined and that kind of stuff and you get to teach the kids you know the uh, uh, you know why it's not okay to just join anything all right. the time and you know you get to teach like little lessons and stuff in there mm-hmm. and then uh, we just did Spider Verse but uh, we'll be revisiting that one real soon oh, uh, X Men's on the horizon. Uh, we have uh, another Avengers coming up. Uh, Justice Society is always the weekend of, uh, or the closest weekend to Thanksgiving that we can. It's kind of the superhero school uh, homecoming. Which version of Avengers are we talking about? So that's the fun thing about Avengers. Yeah. You can have several different teams. Mm-hmm. And we're casually, casually, casually looking at doing a Dark Avengers and <gasps> then... Ooh, yeah. Uh, and then the good guy Avengers that took him down. Yeah. So uh, we we try to have kind of fun themes played out through them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be playing with more of our uh, commercials, if you watch them on uh, our uh, Facebook and soon to be our, our more updated YouTube channel. And, oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, we're going to start incorporating a lot more of our different medias into what's going on. Oh, very cool. So the more you follow the store, the more interacted uh, you are with it the more you'll get out of it. That's great. And so you put these together, show them for kids. What time is, do they, do they, do you go, do they go on? Uh, so we uh, open the doors at 1030 mm-hmm. and the show goes live at 1045. Wow. And they're, how long are they usually? So they can be as short as 15 minutes. They can go as long as 45, depending on how many characters we, we have and how big of a cast. Um, this one, I'm guessing probably 20 minutes. Mm. And that is that include like questions? I know a lot of the kids have all these questions to ask. It doesn't include the questions just because sometimes the kids have a billion questions and sometimes they have none. Yeah. Sometimes it's the, well, we've, we've covered it. <laughs> all done. Uh, so are you guys ever looking for more people to, to do these things? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we just uh, got a, a big lot of recruitments from the New World Comic Con that we're still yeah. uh, going through and getting their uh, background checks and all that. Uh, but about every six months, we uh, we start to kind of look for you know other talent that you know uh, not only can act or or you know be in front of people or or build a customer or something, but you know build uh, bring something else to the team mm-hmm. also. Uh, you know, like uh, seems that we have a pretty good group of singers currently, so we're considering a musical. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be all for that. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those like, 
I've done just about everything but write a musical before. All right, let's see how this does. Yeah, and it's, you know, it always makes it popular. The musical episode of any show is always more popular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, it's we're not without songs in our uh, superhero school before. You know, we've had lots of breakout songs. Or uh, for a free comic book day one year, uh, I had my buddy uh, Cassidy dress up as Morpheus and sing uh, Inner Sandman. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Uh, oh, and then uh, for uh, Justice League Dark, when we had Frankenstein, mm-hmm. we did putting on the rights from Young Frankenstein. Of course, so, yeah. So we've done musical numbers and stuff before. It's mm-hmm. just we haven't done a whole show of only that. Yeah, and that's got to be so much fun because you've got again these these kids that are only seeing the the what's on television, and what's in movies, and mm-hmm. being able to know who these characters are from the comic books and maybe encourage them to go read them. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, uh, Right after the the superhero schools, if people have questions on uh, where to read more about them, that's mm-hmm. why we're there because we can take you right over to the comics and show you all your favorite people. Yeah, and going back for uh, almost a hundred years now uh, of, of comic book lore, how do you decide what you want to keep in and what you want to take out? Because there's you're right, there's so many contradictions in comics. I found that uh, most of the entertainment is actually kind of. Uh, Catching up to my interests, you know, like um, I've always been a huge Zatanna fan. And, you know, look, now she's one of the more recognizable uh, uh, Justice League members. Mr. Miracle, you know, since the uh, Tom King book has, you know, always popped up and or it has popped up and, you know, become popular. But he's always been one of my favorite characters. Yeah. So I always try to do, OK, what's my favorite? Why do I love this that I think everyone else should? And that's. Typically how I've just kind of sold comics to everyone yeah. is what do I love? How do I pass that on? So it's just kind of encapsulating. What do I love about this character? Yeah. Why is this character in the script? You know, and, and uh, sometimes it's the, oh, I love that they're this awful because <laughs> it annoys that character. And I love how they act when they're annoyed, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Or it's, you know, setting each other up to have those quips and then have some, you know, come in and have to disrupt how one of those person would always react to, yeah. nope, now they have to be nice. And how do you do the actors themselves maybe say, hey, I'd always wanted to play, one of your volunteers say, I've always wanted to play this, and then you kind of got to build a, okay, well, if you're going to play that, then let's build a... Yes. What, like, tell me about that. Oh, man. So uh, sometimes we'll have characters that I've always wanted to, to do, but we didn't have either the right person or the uh, wherewithal to build you know, such a costume. Uh, and then it was the, well, if you get that person, then this will uh, spiral out, this will spiral out, this will spiral out. And uh, I want to say that it was an Ant-Man day that mm. we, uh, it, like we were trying to figure out how to run just a plain Ant-Man day without making it Avengers. Right. And that one just spiraled out because once you realize that the uh, Ant-Man Wasp uh, Vision Scarlet Witch Ultron relationship mm-hmm. was just as convoluted as the uh, Scott and Jean Grey thing over at uh, the X-Men side, but that one's been picked to pieces for years. Yeah. But this one really kind of hadn't. So it, it was the... Okay, well, you have the original Human Torch, you have Vision, you have, you know, and, and it's get all of these different people involved, and you have just this perfect cast of uh, 
dramatic tension over just really stupid ideas of shrinking and growing. Right. And building ant robots. Yes. Oh, that is fantastic. And so how would people find out more information about this? So uh, on our Facebook page, uh, New World Comics OKC uh, is the best place to find us. Uh, or come by the store at 6219 North Meridian Avenue. Uh, also, we have uh, an Instagram page that uh, never really gets uh, updated, but we're working on that. Uh, the powers that be are making it difficult for us to link accounts. Oh, gosh. I know. And, uh, yeah, we should have uh, more stuff up and, ready, uh, up and running later this year. That is so fantastic. And look for more stuff going on. Uh, how was New World Comic Con this year? Oh, it was amazing. Really? Yeah. I, I've loved, I loved our time there. I just didn't know how the uh, actual convention turned out for you guys. Yeah, it was uh, just as good as uh, all the previous years and, and, you know, 10 times the problem. So it, it, <laughs> it came out wonderful. That is fantastic. And I'm guessing we're looking forward to next year as well. Absolutely. That is so great. Uh, anything else that you want to make sure people know about? Uh, I, I think we've covered most of it. So. 10.30, be there by 10.30 so yeah. you get a good seat. Yeah, um, or uh, you know, if you uh, pay the owner off, he'll, uh, no. <laughs> there's there's plenty of room. Um, yeah, come on out uh, every other Saturday, ten thirty, um, and we should be uh, putting up some commercials later today. So look for uh, some Gnort. Yes, over there on Facebook or New World OKC on Facebook. That's right. Fantastic, Buck. Thank you so much for stopping by again. Thanks for having me. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on you, Twitter and Facebook at OK Geek Podcast. It's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Buck Berlin, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.